Welcome to the People Podcast, episode number 23. Every week is a special episode, but this one is especially special because it's our second ever People Profile. To refresh your memory, People Profiles are when we highlight influential people who are unfortunately no longer around, but they still have an amazing story to share. The first one we did was on Ruth Fertel, the visionary businesswoman behind the ever-popular Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. If you haven't listened to that one yet, make sure you go back and check out episode 14. The second one we're doing is on Johnny Campbell, who is considered to be the very first cheerleader. When I first started researching the history of cheerleading, it was during a crazy rabbit hole I went down and I didn't really know what I'd find. But I will say that I was a bit surprised by what I found. Take a moment to think about it. You know about the sport. So if you had to guess, how do you think it all started? Now that you've given it some thought, let's see if the real story matches up. And to tell you about the history of cheerleading, we gotta talk about the first cheerleader, none other than Johnny Campbell. The year was 1898, and the University of Minnesota was playing a football game against Princeton. Keep in mind, the Golden Gophers love their football team, so I imagine everyone was already pretty riled up at the game. But one particular student was a little more riled up than the rest, and that would be University of Minnesota medical student Johnny Campbell. So Johnny decides on this November day, with his team losing the game, that he wants to get his team going. And that's when he got up in front of the crowd, grabbed a microphone, and chanted the now famous words, rah, 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 sky, ma, hoorah, hoorah, varsity, varsity, Minnesota. I think that's how he said it. That's just my best representation. So um, if I messed it up, I'm sorry, Johnny. But this chant must have really rocked the crowd because apparently people started crediting Minnesota's 17-6 comeback win to Johnny's cheer. Plus, parts of this chant are still chanted by University of Minnesota students during games. It is a staple there. Trust me, I've heard it from my girlfriend, Santra, who is one of the most passionate Golden Gophers of all time. But soon after Johnny's electric endeavor, these crowd rallying chants started to catch on and eventually led to the formation of formal cheerleading teams. In the early 1900s, these formal cheerleading teams started to test out new routines and really hone in on their craft. Gymnastics and tumbling routines were soon added to their cheers around 1920. And around the same time, cheerleaders from the University of Oregon introduced the use of flashcards to build crowd support. But something you should know about all of this is that up to this point, cheerleading was a sport with all men. It wasn't until 1923 that the University of Minnesota became the first school to allow women to become cheerleaders. So shout out to the Golden Gophers for allowing what everyone should have been allowing. However, women in the sport didn't totally catch on until World War II. When American troops were leaving for war in 1941 and a lot of young men joined, there was a bit of a labor shortage in the United States. This became a massive opportunity for women to fill positions that they had previously been denied, such as laborers, musicians, and yep, you guessed it, cheerleaders. Women first became the cornerstone of cheerleading during World War II, and they never looked back. Nowadays, the sport of cheerleading is definitely different, but the essence is the same. There might be massive cheerleading teams all over the country now, predominantly women with detailed outfits and pom-poms, but they're all doing the same thing that Johnny Campbell did on that brave November day in 1898. 
They're cheering on their team, and they're getting the crowd involved. What a story, huh? Now, keep in mind, this was a long time ago, but I did do extensive research and fact-checking to make sure that this was indeed the correct story. If I messed anything up, I'm not going to totally blame the websites that I read, but I'm probably going to blame the websites that I read. Thanks for joining me for another installment of the People Podcast and our second People Profile. This was a fun one, and while I'm not exactly sure when the next People Profile will come, I do know that it'll be a fun one as well. Thanks again, and I'll see you all next Wednesday. Wednesday.